0: you have a house loan, you got two car loans, you got some credit cards, maybe you have a line of credit. So then your debt to income gets really tight. Now you can't go apply for any other kind of loan because
1: you have too many debts to your income, debt to income ratio. That's why it's called DTI. This is the naked truth about real estate investing. Your host Javier has already been through all the brain damage of this business. So you don't have to go through it. That way you're not exposed to all of the risk of losing your shirt or getting caught with your pants down. So let's dive into another no BS episode right now. How
0: can you get a car loan on your personal name? It'll never count against your DTI, which is your debt to income ratio, which is what the banks look for when they're going to give you a loan, an auto loan, a mortgage loan, a line of credit, a credit card, right? D- DTI, debt to income ratio, right? There's a formula that the banks use to see if you qualify for a loan. Okay. So here's a tip that a lot of people don't know, and I've used it for a very, very long time. So if you have a car, I'm going to use this for a car loan. If you buy a car for $50,000 car, it's going to go against your debt to income ratio. Your monthly payments, let's just say it's $700 or $800 a month. So now you're less loanable $800 a month or around 50K, depends on whatever loan you're going to get. So automatically, since you're already paying $800 out of your paycheck, right now you're less loanable $800. So you can't go get another different kind of loan because your debt to income ratio starts to get wider actually. All right. So you have a house loan, you got two car loans, you got some credit cards, maybe you have a line of credit, right? So then your debt to income gets really, really tight. Now you can't go apply for any other kind of loan because you have too too many debts to your income, right? Debt to income ratio. That's why it's called DTI. So here's a tip, right? Here is one big tip on how to not get that It's going to be on your credit profile, your personal credit profile. It will show, but when you go apply for another loan in the future, it won't count against your DTI income, okay? Buy a car. First of all, you need to have a business, okay? Now, what is a business? Talk to your CPA, talk to your lawyer, your attorney. I'm not an attorney, and I'm just using this for educational purposes only, okay? Take it with a grain of salt. But what is a business, right? Something that is not a hobby. Check with the IRS, right? You can't be a hobby, but it has to be a business, okay? Maybe, you know, in the summertime, you go out and you rake some leaves. That's a business, right? Or you buy some items from the thrift store and you sell them on eBay or you sell them on online or whatever kind of business you have. Maybe you make you a little bit of trinkets, uh, some bracelets, and, and you, sell, you sell them, you know, on Facebook, Marketplace, whatever it is, right? That could be considered a business, right? Just check with your CPA, check with your attorney. Make sure you cross all the T's and dot all the I's. Hypothetically, let's say you are selling X product, and maybe it's not even a full business, but you do that part time while you have your regular business. I mean, your regular job. You can have a W 2 job, no problem. Okay. So you first have a business. I would open an LLC, right? Cost you one hundred and twenty-five bucks if you open it from Wyoming per year, and one hundred twenty-five, one hundred fifty bucks, something like that, and just pay it every year. And that's your LLC, and you run your business through your LLC. You can make a thousand dollars a year, you can make a million dollars a year, a hundred million dollars a year, whatever it is. You run your expenses on your business, right? Where you buy your materials. Say you're making bracelets. Where you buy all your beads, all your strings. The travel from the store and back all that stuff is considered business expense so that it is your business. So when you buy a car, here's a tip. When you buy a car, right? And it's, you buy yourself a $25,000 car, $300 a month payment. What you want to do is from day one, you want to pay it from your business account. Now it does have to be a car used for business right now. What percentage, you know, that's debatable. You could even try to write some of that mileage off on your taxes. Again, talk to your CPA. Let's not talk about the taxes side right now. Let's just talk about how you can how you can avoid from being, counting against your DTI. So if you pay it from day one from your business account, when you go apply for a loan, say a year and a half later for a house, you're going to buy a mortgage, you're going to get a mortgage. And they say, oh, well, we got to subtract your $300, $350 car payment every month. Well, you're going to be like, uh, no, actually it's a business expense. It's for my business that I have. And I've been paying it out of my business account. As long as you can show 12 months, usually they want to see 12 months in back. Now, if it's a brand new loan, it's only had it for three months. As long as you show from day one to three months, right? Or day one or the last 12 months that is being paid from a business account, it will not count against your debt to income ratio. So that's how I buy all my cars. Even if it's under my personal name, I pay them out of my business account just because I get to write them off. They don't count against my debt to income ratio, which is really, really cool. If you did not know that tip, let me know, make a comment, try it out. If you already bought a car, right? And you've been paying it from your personal account, start paying it from your business account. Now you might have to go 12 months. You might have to go six months. All depends on your lender. The lender might only require three months, but most that I've talked to want a 12 month history of a business account being paying that car loan. That is a tip on how to avoid a high debt to income ratio. I got a great gift for you guys. It is my underwriting calculator. That's what I use to underwrite multifamily for heavy value add. You're gonna get a, a great discount because it takes a lot of work. And I have a calculator that'll help you underwrite something that's more stable, a prettier property with videos. Not just multifamily, but I also have a calculator for you for mobile home parks. Help you underwrite a value add or a property that's stable. I also have a calculator for you for self storage. It'll help you evaluate a self storage value add or self storage that is already stable. And it has videos. We underwrite 50, 60 properties every single week. So my acquisitions team is pretty good at it. I wanna give that to you for free for following me on the podcast, for being a loyal listener. I wanna give that back to you. It's taking a lot of time and energy to put these together. So in that link, you'll see in the show notes, we'll give that away for free. It's actually a deal submission form. You can skip all that and go to the bottom and you'll see the calculators. But if you want to submit a deal to us so we can help you underwrite it, maybe we we partner, feel free to use it. Make sure you analyze properly so you don't lose your shirt.
1: This has been The Naked Truth. Our mission is to give it to you raw. If you got value from this episode, you're invited to leave an honest written review and share this episode with a friend. Thanks for listening and we'll see you on the next episode.